Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. We're picking up again on our lessons on answering Islam. This is lesson number 15. I'm doing this now on the radio. This is a, a course that I teach in colleges. And I'm sharing with our listening audience this material because I believe it will help us as Christians to stand and hold fast to the doctrines, to the faith that has been delivered to us. And uh, the Bible says to earnestly contend for the faith. We were warned that there would be false prophets. So we were warned that um, that deception would come into the world. We're also told that in the last days, we would see a religion that would be preached more and more often. It would grow. And the Bible called it, in Peter, the spirit of Antichrist, the religion, the system of Antichrist. And in it, there are, uh, you'll know that it is the religion, the system, the spirit of Antichrist, because it's going to deny two essential things. It's going to deny the deity of Jesus Christ and God being the Father. Well, there's only one religion in the world that falls into that category, and that is Islam. This is why I refer to Islam as the Antichrist religion. And so we, as children of faith, children of God's holy word, we bear the name of God as Christians. We need to defend the faith and speak out against this false religion and resist it. So how do we do it? Well, we need to be educated. We need to be alerted. The Bible tells us that um, that we are the ones to be the bearers of his righteousness, to be the salt and light. So that's what we're doing here at Fortress of Faith. And we encourage you to join with us. And we need your support, by the way. We need your help to stand with us, not just to listen, not just to hear, but we need to proclaim this message on other radio stations. And we are a listener-supported ministry. It's your donations that make it happen. And what we're asking our listeners to do is to join us in partnership in donating at least $10 a month. We call it the Army of Ten. And if you have not yet joined the Army, you know, every fortress needs an army. And we need you to stand with us, not just in being a benefactor in listening, but, um, you know, joining us and helping us in our cause. And you can always do that by going online to our website at fortressoffaith.com or .org, same website, and sign up and donate on a monthly basis at $10 a month. Now, it may be if God has enabled you with means. Maybe you can help us with a larger donation, but we, we encourage people to start at that area at $10 a month. Thank you. All right, well, uh, by the way, there's more information. If you missed any of the former lessons, go to fortressoffaith.com, or you can download our radio app, Fortress of Faith Radio, and listen to the shows that you've missed. And by the way, there's a whole lot more there on our website. We're not just against Islam, but we're also for 
Muslims, that is, to evangelize them, to bring them to Christ, to bring them to the truth. These people have been taught a false teaching, and they need to be brought to the faith, brought to who the real Jesus is. And so now we're going into uh, lesson number 15. We're talking about the faith and practice of Muslims. We've covered its history. We've covered the prophet Muhammad. We've covered his life. Uh, we've covered the doctrine, some of the, or rather where their doctrines come from, the sources of their doctrines, from the Quran, from the Sira, from the, uh, the Hadith. We call that the Sunnah together. And we've looked at the expansion and the development of Islam. And now we're moving into the faith and practice. And um, to start with, when we look at Islam, we have to understand this. Islam considers itself to be the true monotheistic religion. Now, there are three major monotheistic religions in the world. We as Christians, we promote one God. That's what mono, monotheistic theism, God, one God. We, as Christians, we believe in one God. Now, Muslims would say, no, you don't. You believe in three gods. Of course, we, we believe that God is a complex being and that he manifests himself in a Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But we believe in one God. Muslims believe in one God. Judaism, Jews, believe in one God. So Christianity, 2.2 billion adherents in Christianity, 1.7 billion Muslims in the world, and in Judaism, 13 million Jews in the world. So um, so the first thing we need to acknowledge is that Islam is considered one of the monotheistic religions in the world. Now the major starting point of their theology is you have to start with what is called Ta'id. Or Tawid. Tawid is the oneness of God. This is, um, you know, one of the foundational aspects of Islam. Now, people say, you know, well, I thought you know the the big parts of Islam are the five pillars of Islam. Well, these are the practices. These are the uh, the way a Muslim. Um, acknowledges God by the creed. There's no God but Allah through the first pillar of Islam. And uh, the second pillar would be their salats, their prayers, and then there's uh, their, their fasting and their almsgiving and the hajj, their pilgrimage, and so on there. But uh, when you get into the core doctrines, Tawid is the oneness of God. In ISIS, um, the Islamic State, one thing we would see their followers do is they would, um, you know, point one finger up to heaven. And what they're saying is Ta'id, the oneness of God. This is a core element of their theology of their God. And they make a big deal of this. Not just that God is one, but that he is excluded from everything there's nothing that can penetrate him but there's nothing though that he cannot do okay but um, that's another aspect we'll get into that here in a moment but uh, uh, now a sub point under the Tawhid is that there is no son God has no son 
Uh, let me quote a verse out of the Quran in Surah 4, verse 171. O people of the book. Now, this is an expression in the Quran. One of these days, I'm going to count how many times that it's actually in the Quran. There's really no Quranic software out there like we have in Bible software to help us study and know and understand our scriptures more. Uh, but there's not really anything like that in the Islamic world. I wish they had it. It would make things a lot easier because uh, you can simply do a, a search and find out how many times it's there, but you have to kind of go through that physically. O people of the book, the this verse begins with that. O people of the book, the Al-Aqatab is an expression probably, you know, um, I'm going to guess close to 100 times you're going to see that in the Quran. What book are they talking about? The Bible, the people of the Bible. So who, who are the people of the Bible? The Christians and Jews. So you Christians and Jews, commit no excesses in your religion, nor say of Allah aught but the truth. Christ, Jesus, the son of Mary, was no more than a messenger of Allah. And his word, which he bestowed on Mary and a spirit proceeding from him, so believe in Allah and his messenger. Say not Trinity, desist. It would be better for you, for Allah is one Allah. Glory be to him. Far exalted, he is above having a son. So this concept of God having a son and Christians teaching that Jesus is the son of God, it, it, it almost seems, folks, that... Um, that Muhammad made this the probably one of the key aspects of his faith, of his religion, just to simply say to Christians, Christians, you're wrong to say that Jesus is the Son of God. Stop it. Quit it. Knock it out. Um, it's like they exist just to say that. God has no Son. And so this is a key component of the one the, of God, the oneness of Tawid, the oneness of God, God is not the Father. God is not the Son. This is why I call Islam the Antichrist religion, because the Antichrist uh, spirit in First Peter chapter two uh, says that, um, that that it denies the Father and the Son, the Son and the Father. And so this is um, why I call it the Antichrist religion. Surah seventeen in the in the Quran, Surah seventeen one eleven. Praise be to Allah who begets no son and has no partners. In his dominion. If you were to go to Israel with me and to stand on the Temple Mount, we would see the Dome of the Rock, of course, one of the major um, uh, structures there that just stands out in all of Jerusalem. This is a Muslim uh, building that was uh, put up. It's not a mosque, but it's a building commemorative to Allah, to, uh, to Muhammad. And it was built 70 years after the death of Muhammad. And north, south, east, and west, it will have uh, Arabic on the outside of it and also on the inside, and it repeats this phrase, Allah hath no son. This is one of the major components of Islam. Now let's get into the second major doctrine. So we got the Tawheed, and uh, then you have Tanzi. Tanzi is the second of the major doctrines of Islam. And that basically means that Allah transcends all things. He is exalted above all his creation. Allah, absolutely, you know, and not just, not only does he transcend, but he transcends absolutely. He is the unknowable. He's beyond anything of his creation, beyond matter, beyond energy, space, time, 
uh, anything that you can imagine. He is beyond it. He's beyond any intellect that you and I may muster. He possesses both positive as well as negative qualities. So we have the Tazi, where so uh, so, so the two major doctrines, if you are sitting in an exam, would be Taid and Tanzi, and the Tanzi would be his ability to transcend. Allah cannot be compared. Basically, what we're saying is that you cannot find anything to compare to Allah. Because he transcends all of it. Anything that you and I can understand, intellectually come to grips with, um, and try to compare that to Allah, he transcends that. He is beyond it. He is far above his creation. And so he can't be compared to anything. Uh, The moral attributes that we use to explain Jehovah God, he is beyond all of those things. Um, There is no substance to him. And basically, he is beyond even the essence of God, of how you and I could operate or think of who God is. Now, basically, the thing about Islam is that the higher the complexity the greater the religion. And that's exactly what they're trying to achieve with this doctrine. We're going to have to stop there because the time tells us that the clock's running out. But we'll come back tomorrow as we continue more of the faith and practice of Islam. I hope you join us. God bless you.